The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we've got Leo F. Armbrust here, who's been a Catholic priest for nearly 45 years, and he's come out with this book now called Only the Wounded May Serve. And we were just talking before we came on air about the word origin of his second name, and you were saying it comes from Germany, and it means somebody who makes a crossbow, right? Correct, because Armbrust in German means weak chest or weak arm, so we couldn't draw the longbow. And instead, we made a crossbow. And there is a handheld rocket launcher that is an armbrust weapon, believe it or not. Wow, it's incredible. I think you said before we came on as well that you love etymology. Is that partly why you also have liked writing a book? Yes, it is. One of my favorite etymological researches involves the word education. It comes from two Latin words, e or ex, which means from or out of, and ducare, which means to bring or to lead. So education, viewed in its strictest sense, is not something that we give to another, but rather draw from them, bring Mm. out from them. And the most, I think, enlightening discoveries that we make in our personal lives is when we discover something about ourselves we didn't know or something we can do we didn't know the gift or capacity we had. And a real teacher, coach, parent, any individual charged with mentoring, tutoring another person brings out the very best in them to see who they are what they can do. Absolutely. Now, let's get to why you're here, because you've got a book called Only the Wounded May Serve. What's it about? Well, essentially, I took the title from a play by Thornton Wilder that's entitled The Angel Who Troubled the Waters. Hmm. And very briefly, it's about this Protestant minister who goes to Jerusalem to the Pool of Bethsaida, where Jesus performed a miracle with a man who was born lame. And he was crippled. And as legend has it, the angel would come down and stir the waters. And the first one in the water, after the angel troubled them, would be cured. Well, this man could never make it there because someone would get in before him. So Jesus comes along and poses the question, do you want to walk? Would you like to be healed? Of course, the man's going to say yes. But every time I try to get to the water, someone is ahead of me. So Jesus heals this person. That's the original miracle. 
But this minister goes to Bethsaida to be cured of his ailments, his personal and emotional trials, tribulations, and sufferings. And as he's about to go into the water, an angel stops him and says, we, with all the power of the angels in heaven, cannot do what you can do as a wounded person. Wow. So I think the most important lesson we learn in life is that our experiences of failure, disappointment, and pain are bridges for us to another person to exemplify compassion, understanding, and kindness. Meaning the path to life is filled with both the good and the not so good. And more often than not, we learn from failure and disappointment more than success and achievement. Mm, That's quite true, isn't it? It? We learn from our mistakes in a way. And I think, Toby, if I may say, it's so important for us to embrace our weaknesses and frailties. Yeah. Because until we do, they own us. Mm. It's it's not unlike AA, where the first thing you do when you go to an AA meeting is stand up, say your name, and says, hi, I'm Leo, and I'm an alcoholic. Everybody goes, hi, Leo. Well, mm. when you own something, you do it first by acknowledging it and accepting it and embracing it, so much so that it no longer owns you. Yeah. And people who are willing to be vulnerable, people who are willing to be open and naked about themselves are those who really frighten and threaten other people because of their candor, because of their fear, their absence of fear of acceptance. But because we so desire acceptance by other people, we often hide who we really are. Yeah. Now, because of the fact that you're a Catholic priest, did you feel it was inevitable that you would write a story about a religious thing or not really? It's a combination of a lot of things, Toby. Mm. I think over my 45 years, and by the way, I have retired from active ministry 12 years ago. Mm. So I'm pretty much uh, a person who being retired does a lot of counseling. I still do weddings and funerals, but I do them more than not, not more often than not as a notary public now rather than, or, than a minister. And so I say this because I have this incredible amount of stored up information and experience that I want to share with others. I, I, I think we, we're living in a day and age where people are so self-judgmental and self-righteous. The rancor and the vitriol that is so present in our society turns people away from each other, isolates them. And that's not a, that's not a path towards healing and acceptance. Because you're a priest as well, do you feel like it makes you more qualified to write about it? I wouldn't say it makes me more qualified because, oh my gosh, m- <laughs> 90% of everything I've learned, others have told me and taught me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't come into this world with all the knowledge, but it's yeah. because of others who have had such an influence on my life and helped me see what my gifts and talents were that I learned what I could do with them. Yeah, There's nothing like reinforcing in another person who yeah. they are and what they can do. Although I suppose you will know more information than the average person about this topic. Well, I don't know if it's information, but insight. Mm. I, I think it was Plato who once said, the lowest form of knowledge is opinion because mm. it requires no accountability and no responsibility. Empathy, on the other hand, is the highest form of knowledge but because it requires us to suspend our e- own egos and to step into someone else's shoes. Yeah. I suppose we're living in a time now where opinions are sometimes treated as a fact, aren't they? They're maybe not challenged as much as they should be. Exactly. Exactly. 
And I think with the accessibility and availability of the media today in every form, that when someone reads it, someone hears it, someone sees it, they automatically believe it. Mm. And I I think we have to, I, I think in the form of education today, we have to help teach people to think critically. Yeah. It's not something we give them. It's something we help them learn. Yeah. And I suppose it's even hard if you are somebody that is switched on and knows how to spot stuff that just isn't true. If you see something that you want to be true, maybe that makes you believe it, even if everything else is telling you that it's not true. Correct. It's like the Flat Earth Society. Yeah. It still has a membership. It's still in existence. No matter what factual proof may exist to prove otherwise, there are still members of the Flat Earth Society and it exists. So the book, of course, Only the Wounded May Serve, how long did it take you to come up with it? Well, it's an accumulation of many years of experience, but I would say that the the one element of it that I treasure the most is the accumulation of stories or parables or anecdotes uh, or, or, or fables within it that impart lessons to us that really make us reflect upon certain truths that come to light quite easily. Yeah. I, I always always say that one of the most fundamental ways of learning anything is to ask a question, the Socratic mm-hmm. method. Get someone to ask a question and they have two things they must address, the answer they want and the answer you want. And you have to be able as the listener to decide which am I going to be true to? what I believe or what I believe someone wants to hear or needs to hear. So I I say that because in many ways, asking someone a question is an invitation for them to transmit not only what they think, but how they feel. That's interesting. In what ways generally do the answer that you want and the answer that they want differ? Does that only happen with maybe subjective questions or questions about your opinion? Or could it happen with a question that's really asking about a fact? That's a great. See, that's ex- that's a great question. <laughs> I, I I really truly believe that how we answer a question determines how we view ourselves. Mm. If we're always trying to please someone with the expected response they want then I would say we're probably a very unhappy, frustrated individual. Because rather than living for ourselves and being who we truly are, we spend our lives trying to make everyone else happy. And I I once, Toby, read a sign in a restaurant in the Florida Keys, and this is what it said. We can't tell you the way to success, but we can tell you the way to failure. Mm. Try to please everyone. And I, I think that's where we stumble the most, because when we're finally willing to be ourselves... It comes with a great cost. Yeah, It comes with the, the discovery and the revelation of who your true friends are. Because that level of vulnerability, that level of openness and nakedness frightens some people. They won't like you when they discover that you truly are this person when they wanted you to be someone else. It's the revelation about someone's sexual orientation. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Or it's a revelation about someone's dreams or aspirations that are counter to what their parents dreamed of their children being. Mm. It's the revelation that a relationship might be over or that I'm moving on to a different job. There are all kinds of changes and transitions that people must make in life that are required by them being true to themselves that other people don't like. Mm. And it's impossible to please everyone, isn't it? Correct. And yet that's what most of us do. Yes. We're afraid to be honest. I I tell you a story. Years ago, one of my very close friends, who's a Catholic priest as well, we went to an island in the Caribbean and we just out there going on vacation and we went downstairs to the concierge of this hotel and we asked for the, the best beach. And he told us it was within walking distance. So off we sat. As we got to the beach, there was a sign that clearly stated clothing optional. Ooh. Oh, my God. We looked at each other and said, wow, this is going to be good. So we got to the beach. And guess what we discovered? Wow. All the wrong people were there. <laughs> the over tan, the over aged, the over wrinkled and all the other people that we thought shouldn't be there. <laughs> and the moral of the story is this. They didn't care anymore what people thought of them when they saw them. Now, why does it take us so long to get to that age in life where we don't care what other people think of us? It's a good question. I think people say, don't they, that when you're really young, you're worrying about what everyone's thinking of you. Then when you get older, you don't care. And then when you get even older, you realize that all along, nobody was even thinking about you the whole time. Yes, it it, it, it can be said that the, the older we become, the more like ourselves we truly are. Yeah. Because we've, we've, we've discarded all the false sense, the pretenses, the presumptions, the facades. And we slowly discover that really making other people happy was secondary to making myself happy. Yeah. My happiness is not dependent upon what other people can say or do for me. It's what I can do for myself, how I see myself. Mm. And I I often say that in terms of a human relationship, Toby, the major responsibility we have towards those we love 
is to be a mirror for them, to reflect back to them who they really are without judgment. Yeah. Mirrors don't make judgments. They only reflect what they see, the good and the not so good. And when you're in a relationship of significance, it's really genuine and authentic. You're always there affirming the person for who they are, what you see in them as you reflect back to them and reinforce it every day. When you say to someone, you know, I think you're one of the most compassionate people I've ever met. You're so loving. You're so attentive. Whenever you point out someone's points of character and respect and how you might, you love them and regard them, they genuinely appreciate sometimes the things they themselves don't even see. That's where education comes back to. Helping someone discover within themselves gifts, talents, abilities, and skills that they may completely be oblivious to. Yeah. And of course, you mentioned that, you know, we shouldn't really be pleasing everyone. But how do we not please everyone? How do we go about that? Because obviously, I'm guessing you're not suggesting that we be mean to everyone should we just sort of live our life i don't think we can be um you know ignorant or oblivious to the needs of other people mm. but i always say this as an example whenever you get on an airplane the flight attendant will tell you that if the airplane loses pressure in the cabin that uh oxygen mask will drop from the ceiling of the cabin and they invite you to put yours on first yeah now for a parent that seems so contradictory to taking care of your children and putting them and sacrificing your needs before them. But the analogy continues. You cannot give to others what you don't yourself possess. Yeah. So you have to take care of yourself. Be your best self in order to present yourself as another person worthy of love and esteem and also truly capable of loving someone else. Mm. How you view yourself and how you regard yourself, how you treat yourself is an expression of your value to someone else. That's a pretty good analogy. And I wonder how many parents in that oxygen mask scenario would completely forget or maybe never even listened to the safety demo in the first place and instinctively help their children first. Correct. Because the idea of sacrifice has always been to do something to yourself that is self-destructive. When in actuality, let's go back to etymology again, Toby. Sacrum facere is the two Latin words from which sacrifice is taken. Sacrum is holy, facere is to make. So whenever we do something for someone else that is kind, good, generous, loving, beneficial, we're making that act or that gesture holy. To make holy is to sacrifice something. And I think sometimes we fail to realize the two most important aspects of our lives that we sacrifice for someone we love are time and attention. Yeah. You tell me, Toby, where you spend the most time or where you give your most attention, and I will tell you who and what your priorities are. Most of my time I spend sitting in this chair right here. And that is because you have a love for what you're doing. Mm. It is easier to sacrifice for something or someone we love than for otherwise. Yeah. What made you want to write this book? This is your first book, right? So what yes, made it you transition yes, it into becoming a writer? I've got a second book I'm, I'm, I've begun, and it's about my beginning of my studies for the priesthood in the seminary. Ooh. I went in at the 1965 at the age of 14. Four years of high school, four years of college, four years of theology. And then I went to graduate school at the University of Miami to get my third master's. I have a master's in divinity, theology, and education. 
So academically, my father used to say, "Why are you? what do you know? You're still in school. I spent a great portion of my life in school. But along the way, some of the tools and instruments and insights that I learned in the classroom, I started to apply to ministry. And again, we learn by trial and error. Yeah. So I think that what this book expresses is my collection of stories and, and so forth that help illustrate certain things in life. For instance... Toby, it is my belief that the original sin was not disobedience. Hmm. When Adam and Eve were in the garden and the story of the apple is a myth, it's a legend, didn't hmm. actually happen, though many some contended did, but it's an insight into something else. I believe the original sin is not disobedience, but fear. And fear is at the very core of most sin and behavior by and large. Mm. And if you're a Star Wars fan, Yoda puts it succinctly when he says, fear is the path to the dark side because fear leads to anger and anger leads to hatred. Hatred leads to suffering. When you think about it and you ask yourself or someone, why are you angry? They will say someone insulted me, they cut me off in traffic, or someone did this to me or did that. At the very root of that anger is the fear of not being respected, not being appreciated, not acknowledged. I mean, fear of being insignificant. We all want to be somebody, but when we allow our fears to express themselves, it is in such a way that we show resentment, we show violence, retaliation, revenge, all the ugliness of our own lack of self-appreciation. Because yeah. if you're fearful, you don't have a very good self-image. Yeah. So that's going to be your second book, the one all about... The Journey in Priesthood, with its good and its not-so-good uh, characterizations. Yes. And in the meantime, this book, Only the Wounded May Serve, where are all the places that that's available? Well, you can get it on Amazon. And uh, again, it's Only the Wounded May Serve, because as I was saying in the story about from the play from Thornton Wilder, is his state, the angel's statement, or the minister's final realization is this, in the army of God, only the wounded may serve. Yeah. You can't really be a person of compassion, understanding, and sympathy unless you yourself have been wounded. It's like the old adage, you can't, you know, what's the expression? You can't BS a BSer. Mm. You, you know, the best uh, person to help you as a recovering alcoholic or drug addict is what? A previous one. Another alcoholic or drug addict. Yeah. Someone who's known the way, the path, the mistakes, the dangers. Unless you walked the path, how can you help someone else in their journey? Yeah. I don't, I, I hate, the, my analogy is this. Years ago, I had a biopsy. And uh, it was a particularly painful and difficult one. And I looked up at the surgeon afterwards. I said, you've never undergone this procedure. And when he looked away, I knew immediately what his answer was. No. Mm. Now, that does not require every surgeon, doctor, physician, whatever, to have a particular disease or ailment for them to understand it. But I will tell you this much. It certainly helps if they know, if they yeah. understand. I, if, if, in medicine, what do they say? I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. Well, many thanks for coming on the show today. It's been great to talk to you. Toby, I enjoyed it so much. I thank you for repeatedly saying my name of my book, Only yeah. the Wounded May Serve. Anybody who's a coach, teacher, instructor, I don't care what level, parent, this is filled with stories that you can change, that help change people's lives because it helps them reflect and meditate on their value and meaning. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.